that's fighting back for the first time. They're dealing with a situation where they need to know what they're doing. They're dealing with a situation where they need to understand its purpose and they need to understand its causes. They need to understand what it is. They need to understand what it's about to do and not to do. But they don't know. But the Spirit do. Hope you enjoy our pastor's message. I'm Brother Michael Williams. Thank you for listening. We pray you were enlightened spiritually by our radio broadcast. If you would like a copy of our service or support us by donation, write us at Bethany Ministry Center, P.O. Box 6764, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71307, or call us at 318-561-0064 and leave a message. Join us next Saturday at 12.15 p.m. K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM 70,000 watts of gospel power Power Beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi And the flat plains of West Texas And the beaches and bayous of Louisiana K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM You are the Lord with Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I invite you to stay tuned as I share a powerful message from God's Word that will change your life. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And now, here's today's message. So I'm just telling you, see, these little simple nudges to do things that are right, read your Bible right now. And flesh say, wait a minute. This is a good part of the movie. Wait till it go off. When it go off, then I'll, I'll take my Bible out. Well, you know, that's all wrong. You know what that means? Flesh is running the show. And that's why the power ain't where it need to be. That's why the supernatural is being cut off. Because we're not listening to the Holy Spirit who is on the inside of us, who's given us the wisdom and the plan and the strategy. I mean, he's got a plan for you. If you just listen to him, then you would be in the plan already. So you had to crucify flesh and learn how to live out of your spirit, out of your inner man. And when you start functioning out of your inner man and listening to and obeying those problems of the Holy Spirit, then the, the voice of your flesh will become weaker and weaker and exercise less and less dominion over you. Some people's problem ain't the devil. You know what it is? It's their flesh. And we'll blame the devil. We give him too much credit. See, Jesus said the spirit is indeed what? Willing. Which means on the inside, your spirit always want to do what's pleasing to God. But the flesh is weak. That means that the flesh is hostile toward God. It is enmity against God. It don't want to submit to God. It don't want to do nothing that God wants us to do. 
And that's why you got to kill those desires. Amen? Now let's get back to the Holy Ghost. Now, go to Acts chapter 1. We're going to go to Acts chapter 1 because I couldn't find nobody. I couldn't find nobody in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. So let me move to the next book. And let me see if I can find somebody in the book of Acts that Jesus baptized in the Holy Ghost. Look at Acts chapter 1. Verse 4. And being assembled together with them, talking about Jesus. This is after the resurrection commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which I told you about. That's what that means. You remember he told them about the Holy Spirit in John chapter 14 and 15 and 16 and John chapter 7. And, and, and you know, when Jesus was telling them about what the Holy Ghost was going to do, he said, I want you to wait for the promise of the Father that I told you about. For John truly, uh-oh, oh, oh, I'm finna find out something here now. Jesus talking about John now. Oh, he done took us back to John. So I find out John wasn't crazy. John wasn't out of his mind. John didn't miss it. You see, John was a prophet who saw beyond the cross, who saw over into the church age, who wasn't talking about the earth ministry of Jesus, but he was talking about the church ministry of Jesus. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo! John truly, that's what Jesus said, John truly baptized with water. But you, I like to say, but you, 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 you. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days from now. So now I see that what John talked about is about to take place. Now we see Jesus talking about the baptism with the Holy Spirit. After he was raised from the dead. He's about to introduce a new way of living. A new creature with some new features. A new way of living. He's about to introduce this abundant life. Another way to live. Above the natural. See, the natural man ain't going to receive what's coming out of this word here. He don't understand it. He can't comprehend it. And it's foolishness to him. So don't be surprised if people you're trying to witness to don't understand what you're saying. You just give the word, then the Holy Ghost will work on them Amen. with the word that you gave. And then he'll open their eyes to the truth. That's how we all got saved. A lot of things about church folk didn't make no sense to me. Make a lot of sense now. 
But there was a time I was blind because the spirit of this world was on me. The spirit of this world is always looking for an avenue and door to come back in your life. And he does it through the flesh. But look at what he said. Look at verse 8. But you shall receive power. You shall receive what? So that tells me that he has introduced a supernatural way to live. We're not talking about natural power. We're not talking about human power. We're not talking about mind power. We're not talking about mental power. He's talking about the power that comes from the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life that will cause you to live different than you've ever lived before in your whole life. Listen to this. But you shall receive power. It is the same power that he received when the Holy Ghost came on him. Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. See, the Holy Spirit comes with power, demonstration of the Spirit and of power. You shall receive power. You shall receive miraculous, wonder-working power. You shall receive God's divine force. You shall receive supernatural ability. That's what the word power means. Supernatural ability. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me. The word witness means comes from the Greek word martyr. It doesn't mean that we'll all die for our faith, but what, what, what I really believe what Jesus is communicating is that when this power is present in your life, you're able to lay your life down. It is power to lay, your down, lay, to lay your life down and to take up your cross, to take up your assignment of what God called you to do. So that, in a sense, all of us are martyrs because we surrendered our life to Jesus. We gave our life to him. We laid our life down. We have given up our life. That's what a natural martyr, martyr does, is that he gives his life like Stephen did. Stephen preached one message, and it took him outside the city and killed him. And Jesus stood up at the right hand of the throne of God and received him in the glory. Stephen was martyred. That means he died for the cause. Well, see, in a sense, we're all supposed to die to the, for the cause. We're all supposed to lay our life down, crucify our flesh, so that the life of Christ may be made manifest in our mortal body. So the Lord lived through us a supernatural life. All right, then what happened? Look at Acts 2 1. It's about to happen. But you know what? I, you know, God been waiting on this moment <laughs> for a long time. I wonder, I wonder if he had any kind of anticipation. <laughs> Jesus, day of Pentecost almost here. <laughs> Woo! I'm going to send the Holy Ghost in your name. Well, can't you see the Father? I mean, when the, when the Spirit of God came from heaven and rested upon Jesus, 
the father couldn't contain himself. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to this. And when the day of Pentecost was what? Fully come. When it was fully come. When that day for all of redemption to be consummated, for God to take up residence again in a human body, the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, suddenly, boom, there was a sound from heaven. Something came from, I'm talking about a sound that came out of eternity in the time. Woo! Suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind. And this sound filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. In other words, there was a personal fire for you. A personal fire for you. A personal fire for you. It wasn't like a whole big one flame set down. The Bible said there appeared cloven tongues of fire that set upon each of them individually. The fire of God came down and enveloped them. And Jesus immersed them in the Holy Ghost. Woo! <laughs> and they were all filled. And they were all filled. They were all baptized in the Holy Ghost. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And that fire that came down on them, they couldn't contain. And when the Holy Ghost came on them, something began to well up on, on the inside, out of their belly. Oh, Mandela from Masekitula Brabaka. Oh, Mandela Brikista. That little upper room could not contain them. You've been listening to Living by the Word with your host, Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I trust that you received the Word of God that will change your life and make you strong. This message is available for a gift of $8 postage paid. If you would like a copy of today's message, call us at 318-442-8100. That's 318-442-8100. Or write us at P.O. Box 13195, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71315. We invite you to join us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 a.m. and on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. for worship service. We're located at 4701 Lee Street, just two blocks off MacArthur Drive. Until next time, may God richly bless you.
like never before. We're waging Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ. You are now tuned into the media ministries of Kingdom First Ministries of Bossier City, Louisiana, with Minister Catherine Young. Listen now to a word in season from Minister Catherine Young from a message already in progress. You know, when I was really praying about doing this workshop, I was asking the Lord um, what you would have me to say in regards to the women on this morning. How many of you could sense that we are in the very last days? Amen. Any day now, if according to the word of God, any day now, Jesus could show up. And I want to ask you a question. Are you ready? I didn't ask you what church you went to. I didn't ask you what denomination you were. I didn't ask you any of that. What I'm asking you today, are, are you ready? Because being in church, because your mom and them was in church, you ain't ready. If being in church because your grandma and them was in church, you're not ready. Amen. It's going to have to come from an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. And I'm not just talking about, oh, I know Jesus. No. Because the Bible said the devil knows him and tremble. They know him. But I'm talking about, are you in relationship with the King of Kings? Because that's what it's going to take. Because we're in a time now when we believe people die, everybody go to heaven. Everybody don't go to heaven. Me and my girlfriend was talking about that last night. You got to know that when you close your eyes, like Paul said, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And that don't come because you was a good person. It don't come because you always helping people. You give your tithes and offerings. You feed the hungry. That ain't the way it comes. It comes from authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what the last days that preachers ought to be preaching. Because, see, you got enough houses and cars. People done bless you too much. They done blessed you so much that your eyes have gotten off the mark of the high calling, and your mind is on them things. So if you don't have those things, you cannot function. But if I got King Jesus, amen. That's what we know, if I got King Jesus, if they come repo that car, if they come foreclose that house, as long as I got King Jesus, amen, where we got to get the church back at. Because, see, Lord has allowed us to be blessed. It ain't nothing wrong with being blessed and receiving blessings. But we have kind of got off balance. Because, see, we see God as our sugar daddy and not our king. See, we don't know how to go to him and say, God, I just need you. I ain't asking you to pay my life bill. I ain't asking you like the old folks say to pay my utilities. I ain't asking you for none of that. Only thing I'm asking you for is I need you. And I'm going to tell you that part that says from glory to glory. Now we ain't perfect. And like sis preached yesterday, as long as we're in that endemic nature, we're going to have shortcomings. We are. We're going to fall. But premeditated sin ain't going to get it. Okay? 
you cannot premeditate your sin and then repent. Okay, anybody need the definition of premeditated? Because a lot of y'all looking at me like a deer in headlights. Premeditation is, I'm going to plan to go be with Ray Ray tonight. Okay? We going to have our fun. Amen? And then we're going to club. We're going to have us a good time. But I'm going to be in that church on Sunday morning. And I might even be leading a song. But that's premeditated sin. So don't even bother going to God and repenting after you had already planned and premeditated. Amen? So what we have to do is get back to this authentic relationship. Because see, what God is doing now, some of you have been praying for years for family members, for friends. And as you can see, they coming into the kingdom. They come into church, even if it got to be on Easter, Christmas, Mother's Day. God, once that seed is planted, God says, one will plant, one will water, but I'll give the increase. That is what he's saying. So if they coming in that little bit of time, God is planting something. Amen? So what we need to say is, you know what, God, we see the people coming into church. We've been praying for years, but God is saying, you know what, I'm bringing them in. The laborers have to get in order. Because, see, when you come, you're going to be the only living epistle that most people are going to ever see. And you can't do that being mean and uptight all the time. You can't be doing that half walking in this thing we call Christian. Amen? So that's just where we're at. So God is bringing it in, bringing the folks in. He's calling us to a time of reflection, which means we get in our prayer closet and we let God do the work. Amen. Now, I'm not talking about how we go in that prayer closet playing. I'm talking about y'all. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about all of us. We're going to have to go into that prayer closet and say, God, help me. You know, I'm I'm not coming today. I'm just coming because I need help. I'm not coming to ask you for nothing. I just need you to take out this heart of stone that Ray Ray broke. Because, see, everybody told you to leave him alone. You see what I'm saying? But you didn't listen. Now you bow. Lord, take away this this insecurity, this jealousy, these trust issues. God, take away all this that's not pleasing to you. See, see, we think we got to come before God all religious. We come in there and we give honor to the house, the superintendent. all All that's good if you do that, and I'm not making light of that. But when you get before the Holy God, let me tell y'all something. Let me let you in on the secret. God already know. So while you're going in there pretending and playing, he's sitting up there like, I wish they'd get real with me. God is not intimidated by your truth. He really not. So what we have to do is come naked before God. And I'm not talking about naked. Sis explained that last night. We're talking about clean, pure, just open up. God, if you don't help me, I'm going to be a mess. If you don't help me, I'm going to gossip and I'm going to talk about people. And see, y'all quiet. And I always say, God, help me for these church folks that I don't hurt somebody. Because church people make you want to hurt them. 
So what you got to do is you got to ask God in that prayer time, God, change me because I'm really, really, really needing some help. Amen? So we have that clear on what we do. But I want to ask you a valid question this morning. How do you see yourself? Now, you know we talked about this last night. You go in that mirror and if you think you got it going on, and I'm not talking about just looking at your outer appearance. If you look into the soul of your eyes, are you happy with what you see? How do other people see you? We're talking about being a reflection of God. We go to places, you can't tell me you sit in the presence of the Lord and we say we say, and we still mean. You can't tell me. See, it's going to be fruit in your life. The Bible says, if you know the Lord, you're going to produce that fruit. So it has to be fruit that when you say, I'm, I know the Lord, praise the Lord. You know every scripture. You know how to break down the Strong's Concordance. You know the Greek and the Hebrew, but you don't know King Jesus. And see, that's where God is taking us. How do other people see you? See, because we already did the sizing up last night. Ooh, she fly. Mm, I don't like that music. That music too white. I'm in the house. I'm all up in hell. But see, when you know King Jesus, it don't matter if it's white, black, or Spanish. Because it ain't about you. It's about the king of glory. And when you worshiping him, you can get in tune anywhere, anyhow. If you go to the cowboy church, you can praise King Jesus. See, so we come in with that hang up. I'm going to tell y'all something. Why y'all all thinking all Christians just like, we sheep, yes. But God give you discernment. So when you see certain things, you sitting up there, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I, don't, I ain't used to this. I, you got to be ready for change. And that change starts with you. Nobody else can do that for you but you. And even God can't do it if you don't let him. So you got to start with you. You got to look at that man in the mirror. Amen? What is the goal of our Christian life? Let's say that. What is it? Why are you saved? How many of y'all in here saved? Lift your hands. So we got a lot of y'all ain't saved, huh? What is your relationship with Jesus? What is our goal? Our goal is to become like him. Amen. Our goal is to become like him. And like I said, we're, we're not going to be perfect. But at least our reflection should shine through. That when people see you, they know that it's something different about you. And then when they see that difference in you, it compels them and they're drawn to you. Because they know they want what you got. Amen. And that's what we have to fix. That's what we have to get in line. And don't think that I'm just preaching, preaching, ba, ba, ba. That's what we all have to get. That's what I'm talking about when the scripture says we go from glory to glory. 
But you can't stay stuck when you first got saved and stay in that glory spot. Because God is progressively moving. And when he's moving, we should be following. Because we should be like, God, I want more of you. God, I'm tired of being bound right here. See, you, you, you see people in their glory, but you don't know nothing about their story. So while you sitting back and you judging them, and you judging their praise, you judging how they look, you talking about it don't take all that. You don't know what they've been through. So what they doing is they going from glory to glory, but you got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. Amen. I tell people all the time, I am not going to heaven just sitting around here being bored. I'm not going to sit in church every Sunday and make this a routine. Come on, let me do my due diligence because this is what we do. We come to church on Sunday. I'm not going to sit and be saved, pay tithes and offers, work in the church, and still miss out on the glory. See, I'm not going to live like Moses did, did all that work. Brought the people out of Egypt through the power of God, and them folks complained the whole time. See, Moses was a good man because I'd have been like, God, kill them all. Kill them all. See, but that's why I ain't God. Now, you was bound in Egypt. You was working 365 days a year. You didn't have nothing good to eat. See, y'all all trying to act cute because I'm talking about you. Head, anoint my feet, send your angels raining down here on the battleground for your glory. We're taking Minister Young, hope you were blessed by this in-season word. You may contact Minister Young 